Huddling up with Upper Cumberland coaches and players. Livingston Academy debuts their new home football stadium. The Clay County Bulldogs remain unbeaten on the season, while DeKalb County rushes past Cumberland County in region play. From ucsportsnation.com, this is the High School Playbook. The Upper Cumberland's place to talk prep sports. Built by Mountain Barn Builders. Quality products, a high level of workmanship. Mountain Barn Builders, storage buildings, animal shelters, gazebos. Visit Highway 127 between Jamestown and Clark Range. Good morning from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville, the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. I'm Tom Duggan as we recap week five of the high school football season. Believe it or not, we are at the midway point of the season uh, for most schools at least across the Upper Cumberland region. We'll recap the scoreboard. Plenty of uh, coaches to talk to today. A lot of highlights to get to from Friday Night Football. Livingston Academy opened the brand-new Tom Davis Memorial Stadium last night, but a tough loss against a good Macon County team. Macon County comes in ranked 10th in the state in the 4A classification. They defeat Livingston 49-6, Macon County 5-0 on the season. Cookville over Warren County 21-14. The Cavaliers built a 14-0 lead at the half. They get a big sack late on a fourth down to thwart Warren County's comeback effort. Mace Thompson, 15 of 20, passing last night, had a couple of touchdowns in the victory for the Cavaliers. Stone Memorial, they get a touchdown pass six yards from Hunter Hevelon to Bear Eldridge with 33.7 seconds left. They opt to go for two. The conversion pass was good to Brady Lane. Stone Memorial then would recover the ensuing kickoff, and they win it over Upperman last night, 15 to 14 in a thriller. In Region 4-4A, Stone Memorial now 5-0 on the season. Hevelon with 105 yards passing, 105 yards rushing, both a passing and rushing touchdown last night. Jonathan rushing with 115 yards passing and a touchdown last night for the Bees. The Monterey Wildcats 28, Rockwood 14 as Monterey snaps a two-game losing streak. Matthew Montgomery with a pair of rushing touchdowns in the victory for the Wildcats. DeKalb County over Cumberland County, 48-13. Colby Barnes with back-to-back 200 games as he rushed for 272 yards and four touchdowns in the victory for DeKalb County last night. Malachi Dow goes off yet again, 38 carries, 308 yards, four touchdowns, but Mount Juliet kicks a field goal in the closing seconds to get past White County, 45-43. White County got the uh, go-ahead touchdown with 17 seconds to go, but then kicked the ball off. A big hook and ladder play for Mount Juliet set up the game-winning field goal. White County loses for the first time this season. York Institute doubles up Oneida, 28-14 last night. Miles Lefew, 6 of 9, 135 yards passing, three touchdowns. He added 75 yards on the ground. East Nashville, the number two team in the state in the 3A classification, blanks Jackson County 54-0. And on Thursday night, Clay County got 136 yards rushing and a touchdown from Joseph Markham and a 43-6 win over Joe Burns. Right now, we're going to turn our attention back to the Livingston Academy Wildcats. Coach Dale Flatt joining us this morning here at Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive. Coach, I know not the result that you wanted in the first game at the new stadium. First of all, Let's talk about the crowd at the new stadium last night. Uh, uh, quite a crowd for the very first game there. 
It sure was. It, it was packed, to tell you the truth. I, we, uh, we had, I think the whole town of Livingston was there, <laughs> and, and they wanted to see that new stadium, and, and it's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it's, they've, they've really done a good job on that stadium. Uh, it switched sides. Uh, but I didn't hear one person complain about that. <laughs> I, I think they were fine walking across over to the other side. Um, it's uh, it's a lot bigger. I think it goes from maybe the 20-yard line to the 20 wow. on the other side. Yeah. Uh, even the visitor side looks small compared to that big side, but, but it's big as well. How good did it feel to play on campus? I mean, you've bounced around. Actually, you, you know, if you look at it, you probably played 14 consecutive road games. How good did it feel to be back home? You know, it, it kind of felt didn't know how to feel really. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's it was so different. Uh, I think the kids were really excited. They were just glad to be at home, and, and it's good to see. You know, we could see people that we knew walking by. Um, you know, and, and that's something that we couldn't do at, at Tech. Uh, you might look up in the stands and see them, but they're just walking by you. You know, they're at the stadium, and and it's that hometown feeling. Uh, just a good feeling to have, just to have a hometown, you know, have a hometown game. Tough opponent, though, for your very first home game there, the Macon County Tigers, again, ranked 10th in the state in 4A. They're undefeated coming into tonight's action, or last night's action, I should say. A great running back there in Gabe Borders. What about Macon County really stood out in that game last night? You know, the Borders kid, he, he's really good. And, uh, you know, he uh, he just slides through there uh, just back and forth and, and hard to catch, uh, a lot of speed. Uh, you know, just a good player. And, and the whole team is a, is a disciplined team. Um, you know, they do things well, and they don't make many mistakes like a lot of high school kids do. Uh, I think we, uh, we played with them for a half, done pretty good for a half. Um, second half come in and we kind of lost it a little bit. Uh, I think our, our kids didn't quit, though. I, I think they kept on trying, and I was proud of them for that. Coach, the last few weeks, we've seen some marked improvement in your Livingston Academy team, and you've battled youth for the last couple of years. What are some of the biggest areas of improvement that you have seen over the course of the season? You know, our offense has really taken off quite a bit. I, they uh, were scoring points. Uh, you know, last year we had we struggled to do that, and this year we're scoring points. We're moving the ball up and down the field. Uh, defensively, I feel like we're, we're kind of spotty. You know, at times we play great. At times we have a little breakdown. Uh, got a lot of youth on that on that defensive side. Um, I've got probably, I think, three freshmen that maybe start, uh, probably four that, that play quite a bit there. Um, you know, so we're, we're young on the defensive side, and, and I think that's where we're struggling a little bit. Uh, struggle a little bit on the, on the specialty teams as well. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to improve on that. Uh, and and I, like I said, uh, you know, we're, we're getting better as time goes. I can see the improvement in them, uh, you know, and, and I think that it's kids that want to get out there and play, and, and that's what you want. Uh, you know, you, you think about wins and losses, and everybody wants to win. Uh, I hate going out there and losing, but but uh, I think these kids are, are battling, you know, each play, each each down, uh, every game, and, I, and and that's good to see out of kids. You know, it's good to good to watch kids doing that. Livingston Academy coach Dale Flat joining us on the High School Playbook live from Chick Fil A on Interstate Drive in Cookville. Coach, when you look at this team, do you see them? I know I know you talk about they're still battling, they're still going out there. 
do they get discouraged in any way? Does a game like last night discourage them, or does that continue to fuel the fire for them to get better? You know, uh, of course, you wouldn't be human if you didn't get discouraged. You right. know, I mean, you you play the game to win, and, and when you don't win, that's you know that that kind of it's it's a downer. I mean, yeah. it, it kind of makes you uh, think, you know, I've worked so hard for this and it doesn't happen. Uh, but uh, you know, when it comes Monday Monday afternoon when we go out to practice, hey, they're battling again. Yeah, you know, and I I think that's that's big. I mean, I uh, to get kids to do that, you know, week in and week out, it's it's hard to do. Uh, but you know, I I feel like they think that they can go in there and win. And, and, and you know, last year there were times where I thought they didn't think they could win, mm-hmm. uh, which is a a big improvement in itself just to have them to think that with a young team like this who's kind of established themselves and stepped up as leaders for you on the field this year well you know we had of course we've had several to get hurt and, and we'd, we'd have a leader go out there uh, nathan kogel uh you know started out uh you know with a, a her hamstring and, and has been out until last night and, and he's a big leader with our group uh I think by his actions, uh, Brody Coffee. You know, I, I think by his by his play and the way he works and stuff, uh, he's a good leader for us. Um, you know, and, and I've got uh, you know several others, and I wish I had a a, a name or, or something <laughs> that I could have in front of me so I could name some of the others, and I can't think of them right offhand. But uh, you know, different ones step up at different times. Uh, Nathan Hargis, he, he plays center for us, and uh, we gave him the number 55, and that's kind of special to our team, and and, and he's a big leader, and, and he stepped up in that role, and he's he's a junior this year, and which he played as a sophomore, but but I think he likes that role, and mm-hmm. I, and, he, and he tries to hold down that offensive line by doing that, um, you know, and, and like I said, I, I wish I could say it, every te- <laughs> every player on our team, yeah, but I can't think of it right now. <laughs> Coach, you got the Thursday night game coming up this week. Quick turnaround. How much does that affect your week of practice, having that one less day to kind of prepare for a game? You know, usually on Thursday we do a walkthrough, and, and that walkthrough is so important because any loose ends you got, you can kind of uh, fix that, and and you make sure that the kids know exactly what they're supposed to do uh, when they go into the game Friday night, and you miss that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're looking at a – uh, on Monday, probably a day of defense. You're looking at Tuesday, a day of offense. Um, you're trying to put it all together on Wednesday and then play on Thursday. And, and, and so missing a day is, is kind of crucial to your program. Mm-hmm. Of course, you got to get film in there too. Right. And, and trying to get – we usually do film on Monday. Um, that will probably have to be shortened just because of the short week. And I think film is so important. You have to see what you've done good, what you've done bad, what you need to fix, uh, you know, and, and the things that you're doing good. You know, it, you know, film is is kind of a thing. You need to see what you do good as well. Right. Uh, that way that, uh, you know, they can c- continue to do good in that. Yeah. Livingston Academy will host Jackson County again coming up on Thursday night. We'll have, we'll, uh, have Jacob Vinson there with uh, coverage for UC Sports Nation. Coach Dale Platt, thank you for joining us today. Good luck against Jackson County during the second half of the season. All right, thank you. Livingston Academy coach Dale Flat joining us on the High School Playbook. We'll talk DeKalb County football with uh, Coach Steve Trapp when we come back. 
to the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. No one covers your favorite high school teams like we do. This is the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. The DeKalb County Tigers get 272 yards rushing and four touchdowns from Colby Barnes last night in back-to-back 200-yard -back games for the senior running back in a 48-13 victory over Cumberland County. Tiger head coach Steve Trapp joining us via telephone on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, speaking of Colby Barnes, has he stepped up his offensive game in light of the injury to your quarterback, Briz Trapp? Well, I mean, he's definitely getting more opportunities to do what he's able to do uh, in the last couple of weeks. You know, he's at 500 yards, I think, for two games. But, uh, but now it's just something, you know, we knew coming into this year that his role was going to be expanded, and, and he knew that. But you know, especially with our quarterback situation with the injury, and, uh, you know, so we are feeding him a little bit more. We're also, you know, getting our other guys involved in different ways and mixing it up in, in ways that, you know, people's not used to the Cab County doing, but uh, it's just what we have to do. But uh, we still threw the ball for 185 yards last night, so just you know, really proud of how our offense and uh, offensive line in particular. You know, he couldn't do what he does without those guys blocking for him, and and those receivers out there blocking for him also. But uh, but now he really put us on his back these last couple of weeks and doing a good job for us. Coach, getting back to your offensive line, when you do have an injury to your starting quarterback or someone key like that. How important is it for your offensive line maybe to step their game up just a little bit? Well, I mean, you'd hate to say that kids want to step their game up when somebody gets hurt. I mean, we talk about, you know, being better each and every day and each and every opportunity. But, I mean, uh, everybody does, and they have, and we've got to continue to do that. You know, we, we don't like the fact that, you know, Bria's got injured. Uh, you know, but JP's come in, and he's simply just done his job. He's done what he's asked to do, and... You know, really, I just tell him, hey, make sure you get the ball to who it's supposed to get to. And, uh, you know, so he's done a good job for us. But, um, you know, we don't like it when any kids get injured, but the games do go on. And, you know, our philosophy is, you know, like I said, just, just be better your next opportunity. And, you know, I can see those guys getting better. You know, they, you know, the first month of the season, every game was, was nip and tuck. And, uh, you know, everything wasn't perfect last night, but uh, it was definitely our best game so far. Jordan Parker, your quarterback, 185 yards, a couple of passing touchdowns in DeKalb County's 48-13 win. Coach, did your team come out with uh, some fire under their belly knowing that you got a chance to go on the road and get a big road win in region play? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, it's like we talked to them about. You know, every Friday is important, but we understand what the uh, the region implications are. And, you know, you know, us losing the game against Macon County and what that means is and uh, and all that. So you have to take care of business. You got to do what you got to do. And, you know, playoffs are on the line. You know, potentially being able to play at homes on the line. We still got a ton of work that we've got to do and in order to possibly make that happen. But you know, we're going to take it one week at a time and region game or non-region game, whatever it may be. We just want our guys getting better each and every week and playing to their best ability. Cap County High School head football coach Steve Trapp joining us on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, your defense has also had a great season thus far. And just kind of talk about the progress you've seen on that side of the ball throughout the course of this season. Uh, they've been solid. Like I said, they, they've bailed us out, and we mean us offensively and the team, uh, you know, a handful of times. And, uh, you know, last night also, uh, you know, just big plays, uh, you know, a lot of stops. 
uh, the couple scores they got. They did some on the couple onside kicks, and they got one of them, gave them a short field, and we kind of misaligned. But <laughs> you know, Coach Shaw he's doing a great job. The defensive staff's doing a great job. Those those kids are, are really having fun playing defense, and it's something that's really needed. I mean, the style of play that we're you know kind of leaning on right now is you know leaning on that defense. So uh, they're doing a good job for us. Jonathan Garcia gets a special teams touchdown last night on a kick return. How big was that at that point in time in the game? Well, it was huge because they had just scored, uh, you know, their first score. Like I said, we kind of got misaligned and they hit a big play on us right there. And uh, and they tried an onside kick. And, you know, I think it come to Jonathan so quick, he didn't have time to think except for just react and take off and run. So it was one of those situations where it was an onside kick. It was a Sunday hopper right to him and, and he just took off, and nobody never touched him. So his first ever high school touchdown, a guy that doesn't say a whole lot, but just, you know, he hangs on every word that we say and works extremely hard. So it's just really gratifying to see a young man like that get a little reward in his first touchdown in that moment. Coach, you mentioned a tough loss to Macon County in region play. Last night, Stone Memorial beats Upperman in a late touchdown there. Things look pretty balanced when you look at one through four in this region. Do you see it maybe being as balanced as you've seen it in quite some time? Well, I said in the preseason, you know, that this is, you know, there's a lot of good teams in this region, and uh, and it was going to be a battle this year. And you know, so far up to this point, that's kind of what we've got. And you know, like I said, we don't, we're not going to look too far ahead. We're going to take it one week at a time. And there's a lot of big football games coming up within this region, and uh, you know, hopefully, we've got a say in things when everything comes to fruition. Cannon County coming up on Friday in a non-region game. And uh doesn't seem like it takes much for DeKalb County to get fired up for Cannon County. Always a big rivalry game. What do you know about the Lions? Uh, well, like I said, we've not got a lot of film on them yet. I've seen a little bit. But uh, like I said, we'll dig into that more today and tomorrow and get a plan together. But uh, that's another one of those border rivalry deals. You know, I think we're almost playing everybody that we border, but been playing them for a long time. It's always a great atmosphere. It's always a great crowd. And, uh, you know, we expect nothing less than that this week. DeKalb County head coach Steve Trapp after DeKalb County's 48-13 win over Cumberland County on Friday night. Coach, thanks for the time. Good luck next week against the Lions. I appreciate it, Tom. Thank you. The Jackson County Blue Devils travel down to East Nashville on Friday night for a Region 5-3A contest against the number two team in the state in 3A classification The uh, with East Nashville. East Nashville only number two because they're ranked behind nationally ranked Alcoa. Jackson County head coach Sean Loftus joining us on the high school playbook. Coach, you got an up-close look at the number two team in the state. Just how good is that uh, East Nashville football team? Well, I mean, they're they're everything that uh, uh, that the name and the ranking and all that stuff coming in. I mean, we knew we were going to be, uh, um, you know, overmatched uh, coming in. But my, you know, I just t- told my kids, I'm like, you know, listen, I was like, you know, don't you you let's work on us, and uh, you know, and we let's just compete uh, every single play. And uh, and do the best you possibly can, and uh, and I, in hopes of you know we're going to learn something. We're going to learn a lot of stuff on how to do some things, and um, but the rest of the year, I mean, you know, like uh, whenever we start playing teams around here, I mean, we'll start, uh, you know, things will kind of start slowing down for us. I mean, uh, we go out and we get a uh, on their on their first drive, 
um, and we get a sack, we get a uh, they get a small gain, and then here it is. Uh, I want to think uh, when it's all said and done, we we were in they were in like a fourth and eighteen, and you know we were. We just—I mean—they just throw one up and let a kid just run right by us. I mean, so I mean, it's—it's it's one of those uh, games to where you know that you're you're overmatched uh, in several positions. It's just do you give up? Do you let them run the ball or do you let them throw the ball? And uh, and I, you know, and I thought my kids played hard. I didn't think that they at, at any point in time did they ever quit, uh, which I'm I'm proud of. And uh, like I said, we're. We'll get better for playing a team like that. When you're in practice leading up to a game like that, knowing the caliber of competition you're going up against, how was the mindset of the team? Did, did they go into this game still fired up, Coach, wanting to go out and make a statement? Well, I think they did. I mean, I think we had some good practices uh, last week. Uh, we mainly focused, like I said, on ourselves. Uh, uh, and my biggest thing was, you know, let's don't, Let's don't do anything that, you know, make, uh, like, self-inflicted mistakes, you know. And, unfortunately, I mean, we made, uh, uh, let's see here, we had two fumbles. And then um, uh, the, the the one that uh, we had a bad uh, snap on the punt, and then we had a uh, dropped uh, punt snap. So that's stuff that, you know, kind of gave them some uh, – um, you know, quick scoring uh, opportunities inside their, uh, uh, you know, you know, our uh, side of the field, and you know that's the stuff that uh, that I was hoping that we wouldn't do um, in order to, uh, you know, in order to beat anybody. I mean, you can't have those type of mistakes and and some things that we've got to clean up. Uh, you know, that's on us, and uh, and so that's something that we've got to go back on Monday to try to. Uh, uh, you know, improve on and in and, and, and hopes of, uh, you know, finishing out this year in our second half of the season with some uh, with some wins. Jackson County head football coach Sean Loftus joining us on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, who were some of your players last night that stepped up and uh, had some big plays for you in the game? Well, you know, last night we, uh, we had uh, both our inside linebackers were out. Uh, we had a banged up shoulder and we had uh, one out with sickness and uh, you know we started a freshman inside uh, who you know I thought you know early on it was kind of he was shell-shocked but I thought uh, you know as the game went along I thought that uh, you know he um, uh, he grew up a lot you know I bragged on him at the half I bragged on him again at the end of the ball game and uh, you know Xavier Mitchell I thought uh, you know he played hard for us. He did some things, and, and that's some uh, he hadn't played in any ball games other than mop up duty. Um, and uh, so last night, I mean, he, uh, I think he gained, you know, some uh, some uh, some big uh, credit from uh, from everybody on our team uh, from how he played, and uh, you know, offensively and defensively. I mean, he carried the ball uh, several times, and I think he was our leading rusher. And then, uh, you know, I thought we had, uh, you know, I thought, you know, our secondary guys did as best as they possibly can. It's just uh, whenever you're, I mean, something that we can't teach is whenever we're in practice is, you know, you cannot mimic the speed that uh, um, that East Nashville has uh, all over the field. But, uh, you know, I thought they played hard last night, all of those guys. Um, 
and and so you know I just thought you know her whole group. I mean, we fought. Um, you know, like I said, we knew we were up against a uh, um, you know a large uh, <laughs> a large mountain. We had we had a large mountain <laughs> to climb, but uh, you know, all in all, I mean, I was you know I was proud that the, the kids you know just they kept on fighting and, uh, um, and all the way to the bitter end. East Nashville beats Jackson County 54 to nothing last night. Coach, you've had a tough first half of the schedule. How battle-tested are you, and how much will that benefit you in the second half? Well, you know, everything, and I keep telling them, I was like, everything that we did last year uh, is still out there. Uh, and so, uh, you know, the playoffs are still available. Um, you know, last year we, we won four games and made it to the playoffs, and, you know, uh, but – you know, we're that all of the wins, most of the wins came in the second half of the season. So we just cannot get down on ourselves. We got to keep on fighting. We got to keep on getting better. We got to keep practicing hard. Uh, keep being good teammates. That's because uh, you, know, you, you you sometimes in in bad situations you find your uh, some kids true colors. Uh, and so that's the one thing that we're trying to uh, make sure. And, and we're doing so we're doing a good job so far. I mean, our our seniors and and their whole team. I'm a, you know. They, they 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 enjoy coming to practice. I mean, we're just we're coaching them up the best we possibly can each and every day, um, and um, you know, hopefully we can turn this thing around in the second half of the season and, and get this thing uh, going in the right direction. Jackson County will play at Livingston Academy coming up on Thursday night. Coach Sean Loft is joining us this morning on the High School Playbook. Coach, good luck against Livingston Academy and uh, during the second half of the season upcoming. I greatly appreciate it. Thanks, Tom. Clay County coach Bruce Lamb and members of the Bulldog football team join us when we come back to the high school playbook live from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Where the coaches hold their pre and post game meetings. The Mountain Barn Builders High School Playbook. The Clay County Bulldogs had a Thursday night game in region play against Joe Burns. He came out with a 43-6 victory. Joseph Markham with 136 yards rushing, a touchdown. Keaton Arms with 93 yards passing. Alec Kerr with a touchdown reception in the game. Coach Bruce Lamb joining us live here at Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville. Uh, Coach, your team playing some great football right now, 4-0. What really stands out about your football team? Uh, you know, these kids, these seniors, I got, I got nine seniors. These guys come out, and they, they lead in every way possible. And, and I, I've just been excited about those guys and, and love to how, watch how they work together, and, and, and they're so competitive. It doesn't matter if we're playing Xbox in the, in the <laughs> side room or whatever. They want to win, and I love that. What has been the biggest difference since the start of the season? Where have you seen the most growth from this team? Uh, you, you know, I think the – with our new coaching staff that we have, um, you know, Coach Maynard's offense, uh, you know, it's it's been a learning curve, and, and we and we're getting better at it each week, and you know, we're still learning. I think we still got a a ways to go, and uh, and, and more more comfortable we get with that, I think the better we're going to be. Now you mentioned your senior class, and we've got some seniors here that we're going to talk to here in just a few moments. But uh, what makes them special? Well, their leadership, their leadership, and, and just the way that they. I mean, you can tell they're, they're not just teammates, they're brothers, and, right. and they love each other. And you can see that on the field. They take care of each other all the time. doesn't matter 
what the, if it's got to take out trash or whatever it is, you know, they're, they're covering for each other, and that's, that's special. Let's get back to the Joe Burns game for just a moment, 43-6 to victory. And uh, Joe Burns, typically always a tough team in, in that region. What were some th- things that your team really did well on Thursday night? Well, the biggest thing is we, we overcome some adversity. Uh, we had some um, things that put us behind the ball quite a bit, and, and especially the first half. And, and uh, you know, we weren't playing our best when we first came out. We were, we were a little flat, um, but then we, we fought through it and, and finished the job. And, you know, I love getting up here and giving the ball to to Joseph and and Keaton and let them go up the middle and this power football. I love to watch that. Yeah. Of course, then you got got you guys on the outside like Alec and Jimmy Burchett and those guys just they're special. We've got four members of the Clay County football team this morning: Joseph Markham, Keaton Arms, Alec Kerr, and Levi Garrett. I was told Levi is the talker of the bunch, so. Uh, Coach, I think we need to start with him this morning. He likes to talk a lot. Well, if we only got 30 minutes, it's probably a good thing we get here first. <laughs> so, <laughs> Levi Garrett, let's bring you up. And uh, uh, Levi, what do you really like about this football team this year? Uh, definitely the chemistry that we have when we play. What makes that chemistry special? Why is there is there a bond off the field maybe that helps make that chemistry special on the field? Oh uh, yeah, you know we're always hanging out with each other, you know out of school and in school we've played football together ever since we were four years old so that really helps us out a lot when you're away from the game of football away from school what are some of the things you guys like to do uh we normally just hang out in town you know (laughs) just sit around and talk to each other stay out of trouble is that what you're saying for the most part (laughs) try to stay out of trouble much as we can how does it feel being a senior on this football team and how, how how fast have the four years gone by for you oh it felt like yesterday i was walking through the doors as a freshman but it just came so quick. What do you feel like the biggest change has been in you personally, both as a person and a football player, in the four years that you've been a member of the Clay County Bulldogs? Uh, really just maturing a lot, you know, becoming a man, really. All right. Levi Garrett joining us on the High School Playbook. Joseph Markham, we'll get you up next. And, uh, uh, Joseph, a big night, 136 yards rushing against uh, Joe Burns. Talk about uh, your individual performance on Friday night and how good was it to get a big region win? Uh, I just, it's, it's a big win, but I just, I tried to do my best and my line helps me out and they make holes for me and I just try to make the best of my opportunities and just take advantage of what my line does for me. Joseph, what are some things maybe that you've worked on to improve your overall individual game this year? Uh, I was really worked on like seeing holes and knowing where to cut and stuff like that and just working on my speed and stuff like that. I've always wanted to kind of get in the mind of a running back. I mean, because everything moves so fast and you're, you're looking for the hole. Describe that feeling from the time the ball is snapped and handed to you. What, what, what are you looking for and uh, how difficult is it to react that fast? Uh, I don't really know. Some, I mean, sometimes it feels like it's honestly in slow motion. You just get it, and you see what your line's doing. They create a hole for you, and you just try to go where they're allowing you to go, you know. Joseph, what really makes this group of seniors special this year for the Bulldogs? Uh, I mean, like Levi said, we've just been together since we was little, and we just got a lot of chemistry, and we know each other and know it. No, we got each other's back and stuff like that. All right, having a fantastic season. Off to a 4-0 start. Alec Kerr will bring up next to the microphone. And, uh, Alec, what's your favorite part of Friday Night Lights? The the atmosphere, what is it that really stands out for you? I'd say my favorite part is seeing the crowd. You come out, everybody's getting wild. They're ready to watch the show. And 
that's that's what we do. We like to put it on show for the crowd. All right, I want to ask you from this perspective, what fires you up more, being at home, the home crowd cheering for you, all behind you, or being on the road maybe in a hostile environment where the fans are cheering against you? What fires you up more? I'd honestly say on the road. I mean, you got a lot of guys that are going against you, and uh, you just like to come out and show them. 4-0 to start this football season. What do you think this Bulldog team can accomplish this year? We're going to make it to the top, I believe. That's our goal, and we're going to try to get as close as we can. 15-0, that's a good goal to have. I mean, shoot for the stars. Were there any specific goals that you guys as seniors maybe sat around and said, hey, we, we're going to accomplish this when the season first began? Well, we've, we've uh, come in second place ever since we've been in high school in the region, and this year we uh, – We've got a good matchup. Gordonsville, they're a good team, but I think we might have them this year. We're going to try to come out and perform. We're going for that number one. What's it been like your four years of high school football, and how fast has that gone by for you? It's gone by fast. I mean, for injuries, and you don't have a lot of time on the field. Honestly, you just got to take advantage of that, but uh, it has flown by. All right. Alec Kerr joining us. we got Keaton Arms coming up next, and uh, – Keaton, for you, I'll ask that same question just to start off with. What's it been like your four years at Clay County? How exciting has it been, and how fast has it gone by? It's been pretty great, but it's gone by too quick. I don't want it to end, but uh, I've been trying to take advantage of it and do what I can. Is there a sense of unfinished business for this senior class that uh, you've got another step more to prove before your football career is done? Yeah, like Alex said, we've finished second and uh, we're trying to be on top this year, but uh, I believe we can do it. Keaton, describe the player you were when you first walked onto the football field as a freshman, Clay County Bulldog, to where you are now. What's the biggest change you've seen? Uh, probably my mindset. Freshman year, you know, I was, I was just coming in. I was a little scared, you know, but uh, changed my mindset up and act like I'm a big dog now. Some players, some teams have pregame rituals. Do you have an individual ritual, or does this team maybe have something that you do every Friday night to get amped up for a game? Uh, we just know, uh, well, <laughs> kind of froze up a little bit. But uh, just being in the locker room and getting hopped up with each other, that's what does it for me. All right. Well, you guys have got a lot of reason to be hyped up. Again, a 4-0 start to the season, playing some great football. We'll come back to Coach Lamb. Coach, uh, you're going to step out of region to get Westmoreland this week. Uh, an outstanding defensive team. You've got an outstanding defensive football team. What do you expect against the Eagles? Well, you know, Coach Perry does a wonderful job up there. And, and his guy, he's very senior, senior-oriented senior this year. And so, you know, it's going to be a tough matchup for us. Um, you know, they, they, they're very physical. Uh, got a lot of athletes, so it's going to be tough for us just to line up and, and, and play with them. But, you know, we'll go up there and do our best. Coach Bruce Lamb, Joseph Markham, Keaton Arms, Alec Curley, Levi Garrett, guys, all thank you for joining us today on the High School Playbook. Coach, best of luck to you moving forward. Thank you. We appreciate you. The Clay County Bulldogs joining us at Chick-fil-A. When we come back, we'll talk some Warren County football with head coach Matt Turner. This is the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. This is the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders, covering high school sports from Jamestown to McMinnville. The Warren County Pioneers took on the Cookville Cavaliers in region play last night. Cookville 
built up a 14-0 lead at the half, and they hold on to beat Warren County 21-14 on Friday night. Warren County head football coach Matt Turner joining us in the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach Turner, a, a tough one last night. I know you've had some close games throughout the course of the season. And another one you might feel like might have got away from you last night. Do you feel some missed opportunities might have cost your team a chance at a victory last night? Oh, of course they was. They was uh, a few, a few big, a few, just a couple plays really. Uh, I guess that's what every coach is saying this morning that's on the losing end. But you know, yeah, we uh, our defense has is, is, is kind of been just snake bitten this year as far as getting off the field. We had Cooper stop there, you know, a couple times. Um, one right before halftime, you know, I think it's uh, fourth and eight, and they're in the red zone, but really probably didn't have a kicker that could put it, you know, to a field goal. So, obviously, they're going to take a shot from the end zone, and, and the kid makes a great play. And uh, we knew Coach allows his kids. They take a couple shots a game, and, and uh, you know, um, he'd make a good pass and good fade route in the end zone and right before halftime they go up you know and 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 that's big with momentum um you know and just and just capitalizing early in the series game you know we had opportunity to we're marching down and and um and we kind of have a miscue um on a play that got called in and uh bad and we got a turnover uh quarterback threw an interception right there um but it was one of those he was uh half a step or throws just a little bit higher you know the that we may score so you know it's just been it's been it's been uh uh, 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 uh coach said the other day it's kind of like we've been snake bit just a little <laughs> bit you know because we're right there at it you know i think there's a total of nine points uh this season and, and our record could be four and one versus one and four how tough is that when you look at that you had the two losses by one point to start the season on plays that came down to the end of the ball game and then seven points last night. And, again, you've got a chance to drive down the field there late. Is it a frustrating thing, do you feel like, for your team, or does that help build some character and kind of toughen them up a bit? Well, we ought to have a, a truckload of character and tough as nails <laughs> as, as, as many of these barn burners that we've been in, you know. Um we're getting there, you know, we talked about it just a second ago as far as getting over the hump as a program. You know, uh, I mean, I try to be realistic, and, and our program's had one winning season in the last 40 years. So as bad as our kids hope to win, but I think in the back of their mind they're still expecting to lose, you know, and, and, that, and that's just something that's going to take us time and obviously games like last night and the, and the couple games uh, at the, early in the year. Um, you know, because Cookville's a good program. Uh, tell, I mean, uh, uh, DeKalb County and, and White County, really good programs, you know, and we lost to those schools. Back last, like you said, you've done explained it. But, um, but we're getting there, you know, and these kids, uh, what I love about them is, is they, they, they'll be back in the uh, film room tomorrow and Monday ready to, get back after it and chop wood and 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 we're gonna you say at it long enough it's going we're going to get over this hump and uh, you know it's just it's just it's tough it is very very tough uh it does build some character uh, so i guess your answer to that is yeah they we're, we're getting a lot of dose of character building right now warren county head football coach matt turner joining us on the high school playbook built by mountain barn builders
Coach, who were some of the players that stepped up for your team in the game against Cookville last night? Well, Braden Grayson, I'm always going to brag on this kid. He's probably one of the hardest-playing kids that I've ever been around in my high school, college career, uh, just the way he plays and tackles and flies around and and uh, and gets after it. Uh, but another kid that we actually made a, a change with the quarterback position um, last night, mid-game, mid-first uh, half there, um, just because our other quarter, I mean, Nate Elrod is a, a good receiver and, and, and can do some other things. And so we uh, allowed uh, Alex Van Buren, and uh, he's a junior, uh, stepped in and uh, got comfortable right there before halftime. And then, uh, you know, we got the ball second half, and and um, he led that our offense. We had a really, really good third quarter, uh, and Alex had a lot to do with that, um, the way – he just took control of the offense, and uh, of course, we, you know, we run kind of that little option stuff where um, you know he can run it or, or hand it off, and he does a really good job of reading it, and uh, just a lot of grit in that young man, and and uh, you know, because he got a lot of extra yards uh, just because he just he, he was he wanted to, he wanted to make a difference in that ball game, and of course, he got us on the scoreboard first uh and then drove us down uh again in the third quarter and then uh our other quarterback actually came back under center and uh did a quarterback sneak and pumped it in but but yeah right i guess in the back of my mind right now alex van buren and braylon grayson stepped up big last night coach when you look at the grand scheme of things you're still in the thick of the playoff race despite the loss last night do you emphasize that to your team and, you know, just kind of say, hey, you can kind of throw a record out the window and everything that's happened, look ahead because we're still in the playoff race? Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, that was our goal last night. You know, and it was crazy because last night was our first home game and our first region game. Uh, so, it, it, I mean, it did have the vibe and the feel of, of, the, of game one. Um, and, you know, and, and with our region right now, you know, those – um, I, I don't know if you call them upsets or not, but, uh, you know, uh, Coffee County, you know, uh, beat Lebanon. And, and um, um, so we've got an opportunity, you know, and, and, and it's sad, but it's true. At one good win, the right win, and you're kind of into that playoffs, you know. So we're going to take it one game at a time. And But shoot, yeah, we're kind of, you know, um, uh, we're, we're worried about our record this week, you know. Uh, I'd like to be one and zero at the end of this week coming up, you know, and then then we'll be back in region play with a, a good Coffee County team. Uh, I, I might have said Cooperman go Coffee County beat Lebanon, um, uh, but we got Coffee County next as far as you know standing in our path to the playoffs, and then uh, Shelbyville and Lebanon. But yeah, we're right there in the thick, and that's you know it's not the end all be all that loss last night. You know, would it help to get in the playoffs? Shoot, yeah, you know, and I think it. Uh, you know, help to Kugel's opportunities. And so, but yeah, you know, we're going to just keep hammering away one week at a time. 21-14, Cookville Downs, Warren County, and a tough one last night. Pioneers head coach Matt Turner joining us in the high school playbook. Coach, thanks for joining us today, and uh, good luck against Siegel and uh, in the second half of the season. All right, brother. I appreciate you. Thank you for everything you do. We'll talk Monterey High School football with head coach Scott Hughes when the high school playbook continues, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Bobcats to Tigers. They all get along here. Talking prep sports. The high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders.
The Monterey Wildcats snapped a two-game losing streak on Friday night with a 28-14 region win over Rockwood. Coach Scott Hughes joins us on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, how good did it feel to bounce back from two, two straight losses, particularly against a region opponent? Well, it was a really good night. Uh, we had a great crowd, uh, you know, so so blessed to have the community support and, and the support that we have. And, and when you come out and the stands are full, uh, you know, just always adds a little energy to it. But, uh, you know, hats off to Rockwood. Uh, Coach Webb does a great job. they got a great football team. And, and we knew it was going to be a huge challenge. But, but just super proud of our guys for the fight that they showed last night uh, and the resiliency that they, they brought to the table. Uh, you know, after two hard-fought losses and, and some throwing pains. And, and to be able to come in and find a win uh, was huge huge for our season. Coach, Rockwood comes out. They grab an early 7 nothing lead. How concerned were you at that point? You know you're going up against a good football team. You've lost a couple of games. Was there kind of a sense of urgency and some concern early when they got that lead? Well, you know, we had talked all week that they were going to try to play a little bit of keep away on us and, and that they had the bodies to, to kind of grind. Um, you know, was a little bit disappointed in ourselves. We had three third down opportunities to get off the field and, and just, you know, didn't take good angles or didn't tackle well and, and you know, kind of, you know, nothing against them, but, but it was some things that we could clean up to make ourselves better uh, and things that we had talked about all week. So that was a little bit frustrating. Uh, but we knew coming in that, that they were, you know, a, a time-of-possession team, and uh, they basically ate up the whole first quarter and kept our offense off, on the, off the field. And, uh, you know, we had to, to make a few adjustments. I'm very proud of our kids for the adjustments that they made. Talk about that week of practice, if you would, as you're talking about cleaning up some things. What were some of the things that you really put some emphasis on leading up to this game? You know, we had to play cleaner uh, mentally and physically, but the big thing was just the mental cleanup, uh, you know, just having too many mental breakdowns on both sides of the football that was allowing big plays, uh, you know, and, and we had talked about it that we were snapping the football uh, quite a bit, you know, behind the chains, you know, like, you know, second or third and greater than eight, greater than ten, and, and it's hard to be successful when you're snapping the football that way. And, uh, you know, very proud of our kids last night. I think last night we only had two snaps in that situation, and it made a huge difference in our team, and our defense stayed ahead of the chains uh, after the first possession and, and was able to get those uh, get, get Rockwood into those situations, you know, greater than, than eight on second and third down, and it made a huge difference in the, the outcome of the game. Monterey head football coach Scott Hughes joining us in the high school playbook after his team's victory last night, 28-14 to over Rockwood in Region 2-2A. You kind of flipped the script in the second half and score a couple of touchdowns to go up 14-7. to What changed between maybe that long opening drive for Rockwood and what you were able to do in the second quarter? Well, you know, we were able, like I said, to, to stay ahead of the chains on defense. And, and you know, our, you know, when you when you only get three snaps in the first quarter, it, it's hard to get your offense going. But, uh, you know, we were able to kind of get some things going. And, uh, you know, everybody's concentrating on Mason. And, and Mason's a great kid. And, and, you know, he had over 200 yards last night, all-purpose yards. And, and we're having to find some creative ways to get him uh, some touches because, uh, you know, last night there was a play that uh, – you know, Matthew Montgomery breaks for about 20 or 25 yards. And there was three guys that as soon as Mason took off one way, they all ran right to him. And, uh, you know, when we stopped the film, 
there are, there's three guys staring at, at Mason and nobody took Matthew. Uh, and, and so that, that's something that we're having to be creative with, uh, because everybody does know who Mason is, but it's opening up other guys. Michael Allred had a great night and, you know, our passing game got going last night and, and that being led by Byron Borjas and, um, you know, it, it's one of those things that, that we're, we're proud of our guys for stepping up and making it just not a, uh, a Mason show. Uh, but Mason, you know, when, when you, you know, when you look at it, he's over 200 yards, so he's still getting his touches and still getting what he needs as well. Mason is a fantastic player, but coach, like you mentioned, it seems he serves very well as a decoy and you've got some other weapons on offense that if you're not paying attention to Matthew Montgomery and Michael Allred and Borjas and some of those kids, it seems that they can really do a lot of damage on the offensive side of the ball when, when other teams are focused on Mason. They can, and, and you know we're we're blessed to have a, a fairly well-rounded group that that plays for each other, and and you know give Mason credit. You know last night we we have a situation we we get Aiden Reagan a touch, and Aiden goes for about ten or eleven, and the lead blocker on the play is Mason, and uh, you know very self selfless play. And, uh, you know we're we're some high school kids. Uh, you know it's all about them. Uh, you know he goes and makes a big lead block, and and springs Aiden and uh, was a huge play in the game right at the end of the first half to set up our score to take the lead. Monterey with a big 28-14 win over Rockwood to wrap up the first half of the season, 3-2. and two. Coach Scott Hughes joining us on the High School Playbook. Coach, thanks for the time this morning, and uh, good luck in the second half of the season coming up. Hey, I appreciate it very much. Thank you for having me on. Big thanks to our guests today, Coach Dale Flatt of the Livingston Academy Wildcats, Coach Bruce Lamb and members of the Clay County football team, DeKalb County Coach Steve Trapp, Jackson County Head Coach Sean Loftus, Warren County Head Football Coach Matt Turner, and Scott Hughes of the Monterey Wildcats for joining us today. Our studio producers, Jake Wallman. Production assistance by Marsha Lee. On-site producer is Elizabeth Fortune. Big thanks to Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville and for Mountain Barn Builders. And for the High School Playbook this week, I'm Tom Duggan. The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Constructing storage buildings of all sizes for your backyard. The perfect shed. Added storage from Mountain Barn Builders. Online at mountainbarnbuilders.com. Or see your building up close. Highway 127.